Welcome. Uh, my name's Nathan, and I have a thought I want to talk about a little bit tonight. Um, the question is, is God really in control? We say God is in control, but we usually say that mostly when things seem to be out of control. <laughs> when things are going crazy in our life or in a world, or in our government, or in our, whatever the situation is, when it gets to be out of our understanding, we have the saying, God is in control. But is he really in control? That's my question. I was listening to Dutch Sheets a couple of weeks ago on video, and um, he said something that really sparked a, a thought process for me that's taken me a couple of weeks to kind of settle it down a little bit. And um, this is what I came up with. Agree or disagree, maybe it'll cause us to do a little bit of thinking anyways. Um, John chapter 14, starting with verse 6. Jesus explained, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes next to the Father except through union with me. To know me is to know my Father too. And from now on, you will realize that you have seen him and experienced him. Philip spoke up, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be all that we need. Jesus replied, Philip, I've been with you all this time, and you still don't know who I am? How could you ask me to show you the Father, for anyone who has looked at me has seen the Father? Don't you believe that the Father is living in me and that I am living in the Father? Even my words are not my own, but come from my Father. For the lives, for he lives in me and performs his miracles of power through me. Other translations say, I only do what I see my Father doing. Um, maybe a point of contention. I, I, I personally, I, I, believe I, I believe that Jesus came to earth as a man. Um, he set aside his divinity. And I know sometimes that, that kind of rubs people the wrong way when you say it that way. But um, I believe he came as our example. And if he came as God, we could always say, well, we can't do that. You are God. But he came and said, no, I've come to show you exactly how to do this. And I'm doing it in a way where he was tempted, right? He was tempted. If he was God and he was tempted, how tempting is that? Not very. He's God. Um, but he came to earth as a man, but he was in right relationship with the Father. And he says here that the Father was actually in him. So he's walking around as a man with God in him. And we go, wow, that's pretty cool. Well, guess what? The scripture says we now have God living in us if we've accepted the Lord as our Savior and we've we've done the things that he we've asked him to come into our lives and come into our hearts and we've been baptized in his spirit. He says the spirit of God lives in us. Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we are now exactly the way Jesus was. So therefore, he says, I'm your example. Do what I did. Um. Believe that I live as one with my Father and that my Father lives as one with me. 
or at least believe because of the mighty miracles I have done. Meaning as a man, he could not have done them. He had to have had the Father in him to complete and do the miracles that he was doing. I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I go to be with my Father. For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name, and I will do it for you. Loving me empowers you to obey my commands, and I will I will ask the Father, and he will give you another, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me, and he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him, but you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you. I promise that I will never leave you helpless or abandon you as orphans. I will come back to you. So he's given us an example. He's told us that we will do greater things. How are we supposed to do greater things? In our flesh, that's not going to happen. And yet, Jesus, being filled with the Father, the Father was in him. He was able to literally talk to the wind and calm it. The waves obeyed his command, not because of him being a man, but because the Father was in him. And now the fullness of God is in us. Now, what does that have to do with what what Dutch Sheet says? Um, So I'm going to read what he said. Um, I'm trying to say it without um, interruption, but that's probably not possible. Um, He was talking about... um, he was speaking as if the Lord was saying this. You know, you have to know what I'm saying, and then you have to agree with what I'm saying, and then be willing to partner with me because I just don't do things on my own on planet Earth. I use my people to do it. Now, this is my take on what he said, so I reworded a little bit for me. We say God is in control, but if we were, if he were in total control, don't you think things would look a whole lot more like heaven? where he is actually in control. There is a reason he tells the prophets first because before he does things. It is not that they are his favorite people and he just wants them to have the inside scoop. The reason is that they are to announce it so that he has a people that can understand and can partner with him. What he wants to do has to be birthed through a company of prophetic faith-filled believers that understand they have the keys of authority and are his legislative branch of government on planet Earth, the ecclesia, right? He has all the power. He just wants family members who will let him do it through them, just like Jesus did. Jesus did what his father showed him to do, what his father told him to do, and things happened happened a lot. There were places where he healed them all. There are places where, you know, people touched the hem of his garment because he was full of his father. And we're supposed to be full of the spirit of God. 
So is God really in control? Or is God saying, this is what I want done. Now go do it. You do it. We've had this rapture mentality for a very long time. Johnny Enlow talks a little bit about it. And he says, you know, we keep thinking we're going to escape when things get really bad. So every time something comes against us, we, we back off rather than resist or fight. We back off because God's going to come back soon. The worse it gets, the more he's going to come back, right? But what if, what if that's not really a very good teaching? What if we're supposed to have dominion? What if we are supposed to do something when the Father speaks to us? When God says, I'm going to do a new thing on the earth, what are we supposed to do? I believe there are things that God will do, and he'll find somebody that'll do it. He'll find somebody, and it will happen. He works through people. He works through people. We have to decide, are we going to be one of those people? Or are we going to go duck and hide every time something is not right? Every time something doesn't make much sense? Every time things get a little difficult or things get a little hard? Or are we going to resist? Are we going to push back against what the enemy has been trying to do for a very long time? I think it's time for the church to stand up and literally become the ecclesia the legislative assembly here on earth. And I believe if we will get a different mindset, we will start to see things happen like we've never seen before. When he says he's going to do a new thing, I believe he's going to do a new thing, but I think he's going to do it through us. I believe revival starts in us. Thank God that he's lit that match in some. Right? So I want to pray. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would just open our eyes, open our ears, our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, our spiritual knowers, that we know what you're saying, that we believe that we are hearing from you. And as we hear from you, we will partner with you. We will start to pray into the things that you've said to us. And we give you the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And I really like one of the things that Dutch Sheets does is he declares and decrees a lot of stuff after he prays. So I'm just going to do that. If you want to join me, you can. But I am, just like the Bible says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house... I'm telling you right now, this house is going to start hearing what God has to say, and then I'm going to start declaring the word of the Lord out loud and proclaiming what God is saying from here on out. And I believe that I'm going to start seeing a whole lot of things change. I think you should join me if you want. All right, be blessed and have a great night.